The date is March 3rd, 2001. Deep in the jungles of Japan was a premiering movie by the name of One Piece, The Clockwork Orange. But first, this podcast is brought to you by Raid Shadow... Huh? Hmm? Uh, they canceled the contract. Uh, you know, uh, Dylan, just cut that. Just cut that there. Our lovely heroes find themselves on a random beach, enjoying a well-deserved vacation, when suddenly, they notice their ship being stolen by some unknown goons. In the course of recovering the Going Mary, they find an island in the sky- Uh, wait, wrong story. Uh, we find an island on some rocks in the sky. We learn of the Trump siblings. Not the ones in the office. Great show, by the way. But the ones who've managed to develop the KK. The ultimate weapon to be used in the quest to become the Pirate King. Uh, is that it? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that, was inc- that was incredible. Thank you, thank you. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, fans, lovely fans, all of you. Uh, hi, Mom. You don't listen to this, but one day you will, and you'll stumble upon this episode. So we watched a movie today. Uh, it's the second one, po- uh, one podcast movie, One Piece movie. It's okay. I can't English sometimes. English is hard. I listen after after watching all this sub. I, I get my Japanese mixed up with English sometimes. It's Dude, hard. Facts. That is the only annoying thing about going between like Japanese and English versions is be- is like when you hear the Japanese now anytime I hear what I just can't think of the word nami or nani oh my woboshi did nani anyway this is the second movie today's story revolves around Luffy and company of course stumbling upon the great thieving brothers Borodo and Akisu and our villains the Trump pirates led by the famous Bear King. Topical. Very topical, <laughs> uh, as everyone knows. I, I gotta say, I've I've never seen this movie. I've seen a couple of them, but this was definitely one I skipped. I was not prepared for the Trump Pirates. <laughs> Neither was I. <laughs> I don't think anybody was. I've never seen this movie. It was very shocking. Oh, boy. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. So they're, they're chilling on the beach, and uh, they're going merry... And everybody's possessions get stolen. And then Nami gets stolen. But now they finally have something to do. Everybody's bored. Time to do something. So today's objective is to get the ship back. And I guess we'll rescue Nami somewhere around the uh, around the, the, pen, the bend. You know, they take their time. So they climb the Tower of Traps. Get pretty thoroughly fucked up in the process, by the way. Uh, and they some of them get crucified. It's not a big deal. <laughs> uh, but in the end, Luffy comes in. Saves the day, proving that he is in fact a shonen protagonist. <laughs> Yo, you, you can you can tell that it's uh, the Trump pirates because they have crosses at the top. Yep, very very Christian, as everyone knows. Doesn't that happen also to be your name? Uh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I it is canon that I am in the One Piece universe. I didn't want you to find out this way, but it's true. All right. Well. <laughs> Moving on from this nonsense, <laughs> let's uh, let's discuss our, our initial initial reactions to this movie. How how people enjoy it? 
I just want to say right off the bat, we really took some liberal views of physics this time around. <laughs> you don't say. We took some very, very liberal takes on physics. You mean like the setting? That's you mean one of them, like yeah. the boats? You That's mean another like, one, yeah. Like, I, name something. <laughs> name uh, something. Well, gra- gravity worked. Gravity did work a bit. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm stuck on any physics thing. Like, what, what do we feel like was wrong with the physics of this episode? Okay, Brendan, movie? I want you to take a bowling ball. Uh-huh. All right. All right. Now, I want you to put that bowling ball on a top, on top of like a bunch of marshmallows stacked on top of each other. Where, where, did, where did this happen in the movie? This is the, the island. island. Oh, we talking about the stack rock. How t- does something that big and clearly heavy? Not crush so, everything below so, it. So, so just to paint a picture for whoever might be listening, imagine a bunch of rocks stacked stacked on top of each other, and then a bigger rock being put on top of that one. <laughs> yeah, a very slim tower, and at the tippy top is a really huge rock. So there's there's like just a big rock on top of a bunch of little rocks, and on top of that big rock is a town, and this is where the the story takes place in this big town. And then there's a castle. And then there's a castle at the very top, where what do they have? A, a Yeah, an endless water pool, like at rich people's houses, and at the top is three boats. How so the fuck? Apparently, apparently we're here. Let, let's, how'd they get the boat up there? That is, the only, that is the first thing I thought of when I saw the three boats up there. I'm like, how the fuck is the Mary up there? Somebody explain to me. There's like a, a exactly. There's like a brief flash of like when when what's I already forgot his name was Bordo. Bordo. Yeah, he has like a brief flash of like I'm the one who stole your boat and this is how I got here. Except it's like two frames of like the boat getting <laughs> lifted up or and like filling that little pond filling with water. And I'm like, but what how? brought it there? Is there an elevator? There's got to be or something. I don't know. I'm more concerned about when and on any time. Did they have the time to put a parachute on said boat? They are do they're doing that at the end. Like before the last bit of it crumbles. They were they were prepared they were prepared for it at the entire time. Yeah, dude, they were ready for those days. They were, they've been ready for this day. All yeah. they've been waiting for is for this fucking clock to break. I think it's funny that they were just out there before it even started crumbling. Like they didn't even know that it was be- it, 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 the key had been broken yet, but they were already standing out there. It's like the two scientists saw like the group the our pirates go in, and they were like, "They're go down. they're gonna fuck some shit up, and we're gonna need a leaf." And I know that this is like kind of like one of the very last things that happened in the movie, but can somebody explain to me like what bit I missed? Where like okay, first of all, the clock hadn't chimed in like years and years and years or something like that. Then they literally destroy the clock or the key or the thing that is supposed to wind it, and now all of a sudden it's fucking chiming. What 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 yeah. what about these events caused the clock to start chiming? Can somebody like I I I think I missed something. Like there has to be like oh you well. Didn't. Uh, it just and no, that's just what it is. Huh? It didn't. At some point, I feel like they may have written that into the story, and then a uh, producer it. or an executive said this movie needs to be an hour long. Cut like <laughs> half this page. My <laughs> only inference is that it has to do with Akisu's little fucking music box. Yeah, th- it felt like that they were gonna like do a thing with like I get it, like it was the chime of the island, like I can get behind that. But at no point did they try to explain to us that number no. one, the clock hadn't chimed in a long time, and then number two, what on earth was the trigger that finally make it chime again? My question is, is where did Luffy get the 
clock or not clock the 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 what's the fucking thing the called? windmill the, thing the toy the windmill thing designed around landmines apparently because apparently those windmills were landmines i think he found it at the very beginning of the movie like at the very beginning he found it, like, that's the thing is like the first scene you see is literally just him sitting on a rock cranking that shit and then he's just like hey look guys i found a click clack he's fishing oh our boats he go. probably fished it out yeah he like found it on like a beach nearby since like the this the majority of this movie has just been like happenstance upon happenstance, so why the fuck not? Also, they they never said the houses were landmines. They said the fields were landmines. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they said the fields were filled with landmines. I thought there was like a like a like translation error where they oh. mentioned that the houses were no. landmines because I remember like they went over they're like, oh my god, those houses are landmines because it was like one of those, like dumb Luffy things. I no, I don't, I don't, I, not yeah. the not the one I watched. They definitely said it was surrounded with landmines. <laughs> it, it might have just been like some like dumb comment I like half read because this whole again this whole f- film was just me going like why am I watching this? <laughs> You're not alone here, right? You're not alone. This one's a bit wild. I'm gonna just I'm gonna go on a quick rant. I want to rant this time. So we'll take it away. I I I am a diehard fan of these stupid fucking characters. I swear to God, I am. And honestly, I do like the formula a lot for this series, but this movie, this is, this is my problem. The first movie, was the first movie particularly good? No. no. Was the villain really good? Absolutely not. Mm. Was uh, the setting kind of decent? Okay, maybe. What mattered with the first movie was that it at least contained a specific idea that was entertaining from start to finish and at the very least i had every moment with the straw hats that was like a gag or funny or interesting or at the very like it was about them i could we could focus on the characters that we like what did this movie offer it had a really shit rescue mission it had a (laughs) bunch of just thrown out the window excuses to make your protagonists lose really quick and had a villain that looked really overpowered that was just thrown out the fucking door at the very end of the stupid movie and finally we also just have a story that was meant to be like this really deep serious thing that honestly i didn't give a shit about i'm sorry <laughs> in order to not be too negative about this i yes, do agree yes. with a lot of your points these these villains are really throwaway the, the setting is whatever the story is really not even that interesting do they have names yes because I'm, I'm being i'm being facetious but like that's how i felt about this was they i don't really care about their names so in the first two minutes we get a different pacing right the animation style right away we've seen this is different the coloring the color scheme is like very orange the the way they draw the characters are completely different we have a uh, zoro sweaty ass working out right away <laughs> we have uh, sanji throwing the suntan lotion on nami and she White goes um yeah, super simping, and then she goes, if your hand slips, I'm chopping it off. And she doesn't <laughs> specify what she's chopping off, but we kind of get the idea. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, but but I kept looking for like those shots where there was no images, you know, the the, the ones they, they have in uh, <laughs> Boku no Hero, <laughs> Hero, where nothing's really happening in the scene, and you just kind of get bored, right? But sure. nothing like every scene usually had motion in it, whether it was a, a wind effect on fabric or something or hair, and no. uh, it was really nice. And then I kept, like, I usually look into the music, too. The music was really well done, because it wasn't, like, over the head about it. They didn't hype, they didn't use music to hype it up. It was uh, really subtle, because you can barely hear it if you weren't looking for it. Yeah, I didn't even notice there was music playing half the time. Yeah, when, you know when Zoro um, saves Luffy from getting a shot with the feathers? Yes. There's, there's like, a, a really low trumpet you hear in the background, and it's, it's his theme song playing. 
And I could barely yeah, hear it. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, couldn't you say that because it was so low that it might actually take, like, not add anything to Fair. the film because it was so unrecognizable? Like, unless you went through the effort of actually listening, for, looking for it, did you, would you even, I didn't recognize it. I didn't even know there was a trumpet. No, right. But that was, I feel like that was the point. A lot of, uh, people say that a good soundtrack is usually a soundtrack you don't, you don't hear. Because it's it's not supposed to like take over the the scene. The scene's supposed to carry itself, and then the music's just supposed to add it to it. For sure. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, to a degree, I can agree. It, it it was really cool when they finally did go over the top, and it was when Sanji's fight started, and you hear his his, uh, his snare drums playing, and then yeah. the jazz kicks in, and he just starts kicking ass. And it, it was it was really good. So, but uh, yeah, I have more thoughts on other things for a minute, but I'll leave it at that for now. I mean, I I was a big fan of the animation, honestly, because it's better than what we're currently seeing in the show. And I, even though I, I didn't realize we were going to have a bunch of people complaining about the physics of the island existing, <laughs> I don't really know about all that, fam. But the island itself looked really cool. I liked the aesthetic, the little cog that was around it, super sweet. I can't fault any of, like, the set pieces or, like, the setting no, of, the, of, of the movie, mm-hmm. but... I, I what I could not get behind, and I and I did like the the Sanji bit at the end in the Zoro fight. There was some decent animation when they finally did start fighting. I'll give them that to an extent. Not really my boy Usopp, and certainly not Nami. Uh, but for the most part, what I couldn't stand was obviously it's a trope with movies, especially these movies where you need to like give an excuse for your uh, heroes to kind of be gimped at the start of the movie until they come to the very end and they come out like heroes or mm-hmm. whatever. This this film did the, 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 the tried and true method of they pick off your heroes one at a time and then like put them up as a poster child Yo. for the world to see. They've <laughs> you been mean beaten. on a cross like and a then, poster and child? And then at the very end they all break free and then they all start kicking ass. Now, I, I feel it. I get it. It's a really common writing tool. But my god, like, they, they didn't even, no. like, pretend to make it, like, a little bit, <laughs> like, hidden away. It was it was just right in front of you from start to f- They even picked them off, like, the weakest first. They started with Nami, then they got with Usopp, then they got with Sanji, then they got Zoro, then they just went all the way up the, the ladder. To be fair, Sanji went before Usopp. Sanji did go before oh, did. Usopp. Oh. Alright, that's fair, that's fair. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, though, that this whole, f- like, movie kind of falls into tropes within filming in general like let's look at kobe number five or six or whatever we're on now right now i don't even want to care about his name like akira akisha i don't fucking care if you remember right when the the when luffy's looking at his dumb little fucking uh twisty thing i forgot what it was the 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 windmill you know yeah the windmill chime like the kid comes out of fucking nowhere with like screws and like holding like eight hands it's like wow i wonder where (laughs) he's not subtle with his lineage (laughs) at all or or even with, like, the guys like, you guys are going to kick their ass. And Zoro's like, I, I see yeah. what you're doing there, bud. <laughs> and, like, everyone else is just like, it's 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 so obvious that it hurts. Even the fucking canon characters are realizing how fucking stupid it is. And then they fall for it anyways! Dude, I swear. <laughs> it, I... It, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bad trope within... Like movies that like, they always try to crush into like such a small time frame, such as an hour, because it really you can't tell a story in that short of a time. You really can't. Absolutely, it's an hour. And I and I think that's where the huge suffering here is. Is that like honestly, I don't I don't hate tropes on paper. Tropes work because they provide a very meaningful and usually well in the right 
not always, but in a lot of ways, tropes are made because they work. I, I can get well, behind it's, that. It's because you tell the story, like, for example, like, like redemption arcs, for example, for like sure. stories. Look at Z- Prince Zuko's from Avatar The Last Airbender. That went over four seasons of redemption. Imagine Bad. trying to pack that up into one hour movie. You just Cough, can't. Avatar The Last Airbender. Cough. You mean the live action? What live action? <laughs> Shut up, Jordy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly but like okay. because you have to compress all that like impact so t- tightly it becomes a shit fest because there's not enough timing between it and there's not enough like you don't get to react to the other shit that happens in all these tropes in general such as like the surprise or leading up to is he gonna betray it and like also it comes down to just the acting on animation alone like, like I-, I i remember in the in in the first movie I, I honestly don't hate when the Straw Hats get captured. It happens a lot. They're du- they're dumbasses. And it's usually like Usopp, Nami, or insert other characters that we don't know about yet here. And that's I'm, I'm okay with that. But you need to like use that in a way that's interesting and meaningful. I look back to the first movie, and I really like how when Usopp was captured, he put him on a wild goose chase for a, for a hot sec until they accidentally realized that, yo, bruh, we found the right way by sheer fucking coincidence. And I mean, obviously, that's kind of fucking annoying, it, like, in some degree. But at the very least, Usopp being the liar that he is, he got a chance to, like, be a dickhead. When Nami got captured in this movie... All she really yeah. did was play what poker with the with the goose or some shit. Although, she talked, although, she talked on, shit and she did poker. On on a lighter note, That's though, on, on that Nami thing, they the intro that scene with her laughing and then the the thing I always note about it is that we rarely see that. We rarely see Nami and uh, I guess Zoro sometimes too laugh like just having in, a good in, time. Just, you're just genuinely having a good time. Usually they're like chuckling, which isn't really like a like a genuine laugh. I don't know about all that. I think Nami Nami's usually a part of the fun. No, but it's very it's really strange because it hits me, and then I'm like, oh, that's a really nice laugh. How come they don't do that more often? And it's it's really weird because because that like I, <laughs> you want more of it because it's shown them being an actual character, like an actual person. No, right, and and I and I love when they get an opportunity to actually kind of be almost realistic people Themselves. for a hot sec. Yeah, they can actually be characters. Uh, but I don't that know. was not the case with this film. No, no, this, this <laughs> that film was definitely not the case. It was just, I mean, I, uh, I, I definitely, I know what they were doing. I get the I, this movie to me feels so much like it was only made to be a money grab at the time. So, so fun fact: this movie mm-hmm. made way more than the first one, and and mind you, it made three billion yen, and it, it kept that record. It kept it has the highest record of, of sold One Piece movies. Does it really? The no. There's no way. Until the tenth one. What's the next one? Yes, it's what's a fact. the next really? one? The first one? No, what's the next this one, one? one? Is it this one? Is it the first one? It's got to be Strong World. I thought Strong World took yeah. that title. No, no, no. Is it no? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, was, it was the best movie, it was the most sold movie until the tenth oh. one. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. It's the fact that that movie sold more than the third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, or the seventh, or eighth, or ninth. I, I wouldn't consider this a cash grab because we actually see effort here. I feel like the weakest point here is the writing. The direction of the movie is so bad. All their effort into the voice acting, I would assume, and said, oh shit, we have to have a story. Fuck. That's really what it feels like. <laughs> Which I'm sure was the case. And they they even took a few beats from uh, an arc that's going to happen a little bit later, I think, to help sell this movie was probably part of the thing. 
Because when when did this one this, originally come this, out? This movie itself is just a teaser for just the next arc. That's all it is. That like the next ten movies, I believe. I don't know the exact number. Uh, come out around the same time, which is March, uh, the beginning of March, essentially. Well, I, I I know they made one every year until uh until Strong World, which is the tenth one, I think. And then after that, right. they, they actually started writing. They actually started making the movies to be actual decent films. Right. The last one was in two thousand, so this is two thousand one. Which, while we're on that topic, there are a couple of movies that I have seen that are sleepers, and I don't think it's going to be the next one, but I think it'll be the one after that. Something called, like, Baron Amawatsu, or whatever the fuck it is. That one's a sleeper. There's also a, a, a total of 14 movies, by the way. Yeah, there is. You'll love to see it. I like three of those. I like, I like, like four, four or five, give yeah, or take. I, I put one on my list of I decently like. I didn't I didn't hate one. I honestly, I was kind of, uh, I was honestly impressed with how much I liked one, only because of the gags. A lot of them are middle, like, a lot of them are just man movies, where they're enjoyable, and they're more One Piece, but they're, they're nothing beyond that. And then a lot of, like, the, the few that people enjoy, everybody enjoys different ones, but me personally, and there's three that are specifically, like, really good One Piece movies. Yeah, no, I mean, there, there are three that come up to mind that are, like, good, good, but, I mean, I would still put at least two or three more on that list of, like, good times. Alright, I'll give you that. They, they do, they are enjoyable. Let's, let's bring it back to this movie, though. <laughs> yeah, let's bring it back to this movie. <laughs> I also have a fun fact. Uh, the Joker guy, Pin Joker. Who? Yeah. Oh, I was gonna talk about yeah. that too. <laughs> Pin Joker, the... the the guy who wants to go after Zorro, who keeps fucking up quotes. Uh, another rule of don't break the rule of three. Nah, who cares about that? Uh, it's a very common thing. That if you tell the same joke more than three times, it won't be funny. And they did it like seven. that. That is not how J- Japan thinks. I can tell you that right now. Anytime somebody has a quirk. And yet I enjoyed it almost every time. And yet we keep coming back to the same One Piece joke over and over. Seems like we don't learn the lesson either. <laughs> well, that's because that one is funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the the dude who voices that Pin Joker guy is the same guy who vo- voices a villain. Like a really important villain later the on in the name. series. The really? Name. Yeah, the no same way. Joker name, sort of. He voices Joker? Yes. Yes. Same what? voice actor. Well, that's interesting. Which is really funny because he also imitates Mihawk's line in this movie. <laughs> he, he goes, the, the dog in the well knows nothing of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, he literally says the exact Mihawk line. <laughs> and Nami's like, you mean frog, dumbass. <laughs> He's like trying to sound badass. That character alone is just like the epitome of just making fun of movie villains, honestly. Because... It wasn't just like, oh, forgettable movie villain number one. It was forgettable movie villain that has already been forgotten. To tort, to tort your expectations there, Devin, for a bit, the the series, or at least the movies do, they, they tend to just rate villains that they think are interesting. They don't really put much thought into them outside of a few of them. Oh, no, so, I understand that part. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, just... Don't get me wrong. Do you, do you think I don't already have that? Look at Buggy. Look at Buggy. What? No. What? You're, Hello? You're... Whoa, 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 whoa. We need no, to take I was step talking back. about movie characters yeah, about movie here. Characters. I was talking about reoccurring. <laughs> reoccurring characters are important. Buggy is actually we meme about it, but Buggy's actually a really good character later on. But that's the problem. It's later on. I'm in the now. <laughs> right now, he's just some reoccurring trash character that just keeps coming back out of the trash can. I don't know about game. trash. Ah, uh, whoa. 
you were praising the the dune buggy last yeah week, wait a right? minute what the fuck is going it. on right now can you just like fucking take a step back and pick a team already because i have i'm either gonna hate you or we're gonna be we're gonna be friends all right what are we gonna See, do that's here? the thing i'm always on different sides get the fuck out of my face <laughs> i'm just team. sad they threw away some really cool powers there are a lot of yeah, devil fruit how about in this the, one. the fluid fluid fruit was such there, no, there was only two there was only two devil fruit. was the pig guy not also no, it was not a pig, that pig guy was not a devil fruit. He used the same weapon as uh, as Don Creek. Yeah, I I wasn't sure if that guy actually had a devil fruit or not because I don't think he normally if somebody has a devil fruit they'll they'll say it like. Oh, the, the actually, you know like what? That makes sense because in the beginning, doesn't he swim? Yes. I just want to understand what was the point of clearly sexy lady. Just That's it. Sexy. You've said it all. You've completed it. it. <laughs> you have answered your own question. Like I. I, I just remember seeing, like, wow, I almost thought I saw anime titties on a movie, times. and then I was disappointed when I paused, and I was like, aw. And then after that, I was like, what is your purpose? Why do you have a devil fruit? But I heard devil fruit's cool, though. It, it, I mean, it's animation pretty, yes, but what the fuck did she do besides splash a couple goons? She's erotic with two C's. She's erotic with two C's. But, uh, no, I mean, I really liked her power, and I liked the fact that she was, like, you know... But she didn't even get a nice fight or anything like that. The fart guy got a better fight than she did. She got literally was like, I'm going to run away into a tube. And then she gets put into a jar. I was just going to say, I loved the fact that she seemed menacing at the start. And that she fucking hit the motherfuckers on their boat or on their balloon or whatever. Kicked the shit out of everybody. It's fucking sweet. I was really looking forward to seeing what they were going to do with her. And then what did they do? They jar her ass at the very end of of the film or whatever. And I'm just like, well, I... I, I guess that's what we're doing with this bitch. <laughs> My question is, did she die? They all die because they're filler movie characters and nobody cares. Hello, they, they got they got dropped in a thing and then the whole island crashed on them. Yeah, but she's in a jar at the bottom of the ocean right now. And even if she breaks out, she's under the water. So she just drowns anyway. Man, the worst part too is, the worst part too is she's technically the strongest person in that, in that team. No, her power is so she, overpowered powers, when you think about it. Her power is just like smokers. <laughs> For sure. No, she she one hundred percent had the had the potential to be super menacing, super interesting. And I was thinking that you know maybe uh one of them was gonna like I don't know maybe Usopp was gonna come up with like a power line or something like shocker or do some fucking bit like that. But no, they just oh we'll put her in a jar. Which to be fair, I guess curbed my expectations. <laughs> to also give Nami something to do, we have Nami put her in the jar. <laughs> they gave Nami something to do. <laughs> Fucking what the hell, dude? And then, and then the main goon, I was just like, so uh, what are you, what are you doing, my guy? He, he, he's just there. He was rock. He was like rock, rock fruit. No, it's the, it's the hard, hard, hard fruit. Hard. Basically, the, the little, hard, the, hard. The literal meaning is just the sound of you clicking rocks together. But that, but that lets him turn his arm into fire. Yeah, that's the reason why his arm is able to turn to fire because his power is the, it's just the ability to just click rocks together. Oh, like what, like Flint and Steel? I guess. Yeah, right, like well, Flint I, Steel. I, whatever. I, I, I don't know. I, I, that that goon was just something else. I, I, I could. It's the suffering of like make, trying to make your main villain look menacing, but then completely just not doing it. No, and I mean, like there are some whack ass powers in this anime. Don't get me wrong. Like there will be times where we have to stretch further than with this guy. But at I'm not no saying that the point... powers were bad. I'm just saying that just. In general, like, from aesthetic versus, like, like, his power on top of just his personality. Like, nothing about this guy was menacing besides the fact that he had a fucking Luger made out of screws and bolts. Dude, that was a sweet fucking gun, though. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, it wasn't. It what do you mean it wasn't? It was a real gun made out of screws and bolts. That's and bad then... the fuck ass. What do you mean? <laughs> it was so dumb. No, you're dumb. Get out of here. I think that shit's sweet. <laughs> oh, you must love the King Cannon then. You mean the buggy, the buggy cannon part two? <laughs> buggy cannon part two. I I also just before want to want to throw in shout out Kobe Five for inventing Kevlar <laughs> armor with the steel plate he apparently kept in his fucking shirt. Ballistic grade armor, yep. This guy is Clint Eastwood, all right. You remember Back to the Future Three? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Marty McFly. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> he put a steel a steel bar underneath his clothing. Uh, that that wasn't even really the main point I wanted to make. The main point I wanted to make on to- on, on uh, unrealistically made things was, um, what are Sanji's shoes made out of? That suddenly he <laughs> suddenly he can put them on and not get at all hurt by spikes anymore. We've already answered that. It's because he has steel-toed shoes, bro. Okay, steel toes <laughs> don't cover the rest of your shoe. They bring up the fact that Sanji is barefoot in this. Like two and it immediately hurts him several times. Right. And I'm like, first of all, that is not something that they really go in about when it, with Sanji, at least not very often. Um, I can only think of a very small handful of times where that even fucking matters. But agreed. As soon as this, so so they they focus so hard on dude, his feet are getting bloodied. He can't he can't he can't do anything. And then as soon as he gets his fucking loafers. All of a sudden, like, everything's fine. <laughs> Everything is fine and dandy. This kid throws... Usopp tosses down his shit, it just lands in front of him, and he goes, Oh, finally, I, I've been fighting at 10% of my strength. Like, I'm Super Saiyan... My Super Saiyan Shaggy. Uh, Sanji took a lot of L's in this Sanji movie. took so <laughs> many L's. As he, he, fell on his, he fell on his head he from, fell, like, 40 he fell feet on up. His face. Dude, that, when he fell from that balloon, dude, that was brutal. That <laughs> neck snapping. They beat they beat the shit out of my boy Sanji in this movie, my guy. He they took more else than this Usopp. man's career. And dude. then they fucking crucified him. <laughs> but it's all okay because he got to rub suntan lotion on Nami and uh, rub it in Bear King's face later. You you win some, you lose some, all right. You win some, and then I mean, you win some I, I more. I would say and that he had. I would say he had the smoothest fight out of all of them, anyway. So I he guess did. He, he, he definitely he had the, best he he had the smoothest animation. The yeah, yes. like, especially that wall, like running when he was running on the wall and he kicked like the big boulders and shit like mm-hmm. that. When they were in the traps of the spiral, mm-hmm. we're not even going to get into that physics. On a, on a more serious note, here uh, we we get a few scenes in this movie where he compares them well. Sort of compares himself to the brothers, uh, Balbadon and Kobe Five. Yeah, no, he he he's comparing. Yeah, Luffy a few times will compare himself to uh, Barbados and Kobe Five uh, as a, as a similar relationship between him and Shanks, where Luffy is the Kobe Five and Shanks is the Barbados guy, because they look up to each other in a similar way. He's re- he's repeatedly shown him thinking of Shanks, right? The person who, who inspired him to greatness. And we get a moment where he, he's deep in thought and I don't know where he just goes. He shrugs it off as sort of like shrugging off his anxiety or any doubt that he had in his mind and immediately goes, all right, let's get to it. What are we doing standing around? And it, it's a really good moment. It gives us a peek into his thought process of how he, he handles things. For sure. Yeah, I agreed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I mean, I, I, I like... Don't get me wrong. I like some of the stuff in this movie. 
But it's just, it always rides that trope so hard almost the whole way through. Honestly, the most memorable thing that I can recall was when they recalled the El Drago goods who were fucking working <laughs> for this guy at the very end right before the cannon came up. And I was just like, oh, dude, I know those three stupid motherfuckers. <laughs> I do want to make one comment about those little goons. When they came up with the cannon and everything like that. Like, it, it was one thing I noticed throughout, like, the whole movie was they added a lot of unnecessary motion to characters. Such as, if you look at them, they're fucking wiggling like fucking crazy. Oh, it's not the first time we see it. Hold on. It's not the first time we see it in the movie, because at the beginning, when they first get to the island, like, Luffy's, like, fucking having, like, a seizure, like, just, like, reacting to the, the, the pillar, where he's, like, shaking his arms up and down and side to side, and it looks like a, like a, a gif, almost. And, like, they do the same thing, and I'm just like, Why? It's the classic adventure, adventure time yeah. eagle hands, all right? Yeah, they're 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 excited because they're seeing some freaky ass shit that normally doesn't make any sense to anybody. Yet here we are. It's it's right before your eyes. You're supposed to enjoy that kind of dumb shit. I enjoyed it when it showed up. I just don't think that there was a very good plot progression throughout. It was it was there. That's all I could say. It was there. It existed. I was all about it. You were all about I am, it. I am. I was all about it. When they came up with their wiggly arms, that <laughs> had me rolling. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, that's fine. No, no, I, I'm okay with that. I'm talking about just the whole, the, the whole package. The whole package was there. That's all I'm saying. The the only part that had me really rolling on the ground is when Luffy lights the dynamite like an idiot and then throws it at the rest <laughs> of the dynamite. That was the only part that I audibly just went like, <laughs> I wheezed. <laughs> Between this and the first movie, which one will we recommend more? Not would you recommend either. I don't want to hear any fucking excuses, Devin. Which one would you recommend over the other? The first one. The first one. Yeah, I'd Easily rather recommend the first one. So, right. since we're on this, I would, outside of the, the other movie, would you actually recommend watching this movie God, to no. anybody who, no. who would be coming in? God, no. no. Skip no, it. I would. You guys do not, as a new person to One Piece, you will not miss a damn thing. You will not miss a goddamn thing watching this film. I wrote I wrote a little a little review paragraph about this. Okay. Because <laughs> all right, hit us with it. Do it. All right. I wrote down uh, as stated earlier. This has a really high tier production, but unfortunately, it was kind of wasted on the story. And I the only reason I really recommend this movie would be for just for the end credits. Yes. The end credits are, are a really good teaser into the season the, the second season of the series because uh, episode sixty sort of ends with them entering the Grand Line. And then from there on, we just we get into more nonsense. Like you thought you were you had nonsense before. Now you're gonna get more nonsense. And I guess if if you enjoy it, this 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 is a really good like thing. It was the story's generic, very generic. I'm gonna stop right there by just saying this alone is that yes, back then when One Piece was still or not was still, but like was airing at this point. Yeah, I could see it being, you know, useful for as a teaser, but right now, because of how many episodes there are out right now, it is completely unnecessary. Well, this is the beginning, kid. No one knew it was going to have 800 well, no, episodes. I, Not I, even I, Oda. I know, but like, because we, you kind of don't really need a teaser for the season because it's, you could just click play on the next one. We all have well, this movie, platforms. The now. movie shows things that happen way beyond the next episode. This was mainly for the manga fans that were like, oh shit, we finally get to see these things animated. No, and I, and I mean, I can agree with that, like, 
wholeheartedly that back in the day this was like a somewhat uh, like at least that whole end credit scene was supposed to be like a it was a hype season. moment yeah it was a hype moment for all the people who read the manga and know all these people like here they are we're gonna get we're getting ready for the next season but uh since we do have like devin saying 800 <laughs> plus episodes to work with you don't you don't really need this you can live without you it you don't need just this watch a, just watch an amv on youtube we've all done it once you got that's where your hype train i would watch from. a good chunk of any bit of one piece production this ain't it. This ain't it, Chief. So upon finishing my review here, you assholes. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> All right. Sorry. I said, I feel as though this is something that's really enjoyable for someone who can set aside their 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 issues with the movie and just watch it for what it is. And just it's just some goons beating baddies. That's all it is. And if that's really your stuff, this is this is all you kids. But uh, me personally, no. If I was intoxicated, I probably would have been like that a lot. Oh yeah, more. that's probably the greatest thing ever. Although the, the there is a move that's shown here, I'm not going to point straight to it because it I, just... I know exactly what you're going to say. Let's let's just move past that one because <laughs> no, I'm going to say it for oh, the goons who do goodness. know for, right. for the goons that are listening that do know what's up. They they do a thing, they do a move that's not going to be taught or shown, or no one's going to do this single move for like another 800 episodes. And it's uh, it really throws me off because I'm like Jesus. They were they were planning for it a long time ago. <laughs> There's a lot of parallels with a certain arc that'll come up that we're not headed for just yet. But involving <laughs> involving a, uh, a a a hawk of sorts. Yes, involving. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what we're talking about. I don't uh, either, but it is, sounds this fun. Is, this is for the the for the listeners at home that do know the series front to back. There was. But did the manga pages exist when this movie was made, or did the or did the 800th episode take it from this? No, 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 no. There's no way that they Oda did. never acknowledged this movie. <laughs> yeah, no. Because he doesn't okay. want to admit he stole shit from it. Just, just so everyone knows here, and our listeners, the movies were 100% made by Toei, excluding yeah. 10, 11, and 12, right? Yeah. Everything beyond 10. Yeah, I don't remember the name but these first three movies are going to be directed by the same guy yes. really the first three are all directed by the same guy which uh you know I, I thought the third movie was going to have sort of an mcu thing where they were going to have uh the, the what's it called drago and bear guy teaming up <laughs> and like MCU. psych but did you guys notice the panda man in the movie no, no way yes panda man is in this no movie. way yes he was he was in the scene where they were, they were busting into the thing which thing the castle. He was part of the. Uh, I stopped oh, there. I didn't see him. When he went like in the gigantic, yeah, the gigantic like, group thing. of them. When 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 Luffy's punching, you see you see Panda Man in the back. <laughs> Is that like two fucking frames or something? Three, two, like there's like two seconds. Oh, seconds. Oh my god, man! I wasn't even looking. I didn't think they would they would have the audacity to put him in the movie. <laughs> you didn't think they'd have the audacity. <laughs> I didn't think they'd put him in a movie, so I didn't even bother this time. <laughs> I actually did when I saw that crowd, but I didn't think it would be hidden between a punch. I was like scanning through like all like the group scenes of like when they, like afterwards when like Zoro charges in. Didn't see him. The uh the thing I do wanna bring to attention here is the fact that Nami didn't need to be kidnapped, which is a bigger issue and I'm not gonna gonna get into it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I want to shit on the fact that she was a damsel the entire movie, but this is this is this is the only defense I will give for this fact. the f- the The thing is that Nami 
has yet to be introduced like her fighting style has not been introduced to us yet right we we have been introduced with the fact that she is a bow staff wielder take my word for it she doesn't actually get her fighting style until later but we're actually not that far from it we're not we're in, getting there in the grand scheme of things i can't wait for her to get the steel steel fruit <laughs> she's not getting the steel so but but back to the the point i was trying to make the writing in general, the story would have made no difference if she would have kidnapped or not. They would have, because they needed to get the ship. Right, they needed yeah. to fight those goons regardless. All, all she was there for was to be in a wedding dress, to have some scenes once in a while up there, I guess, and then uh, take her out of the rest of the movie <laughs> or something. <laughs> but I, I, on the, just say it on the Nami damsel thing. I, I, I'm going to give them these passes until nami does a certain point finally show us her fighting style and then we can start shitting on it all day (laughs) (laughs) a better plot point here would have been her actually stealing the diamond for the goons Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. like stealing the clock thing that they were hinting the name of the show or movie is about you know anything to do with it nope she's just a princess also that clock's gigantic I don't know who thought they were going to steal that, but somebody left out the part where that thing's like literally 40 feet long. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's it's like Big Ben. If someone wanted to go like, I'm going to steal Big Ben today, you would look at them and you would go, do it. How? <laughs> My biggest gripe in this movie was that the cover art, there's Jangle, and there's no Jangle in this movie. <laughs> Wait, what? Really? Jango on this cover art? Yeah. For no. for the for movie poster art? Yeah. Uh there's a reason Why? for that. There's a reason for that. This movie came cut? out No, this no. movie came out with a Django short. It was like a short little like uh, scene or like a uh, little like like a Disney Pixar short. <laughs> Django just climbs up the tower backwards. <laughs> Yo, I would have loved to watch that. <laughs> oh yeah, why didn't we watch the Django short? Yeah, we should have watched that shit. That would have been awesome. <laughs> you know what, Dylan? Cut right here. We'll be back after having <laughs> yeah, watched the show. We're cutting the cast. We all got to go he do would, this He would now. moonwalk across the water the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Django is Jesus. All right. What, anybody got quotes? Okay, so the king guy says, what is your relation to my fiance when he's talking about Nami? And then Sanji says, the relation being I have rubbed suntan lotion on her smooth skin. (laughs) Referencing the beginning of the movie. Like, he went from simp to, like, (laughs) redemption in, like, a heartbeat and then back to I don't know about redemption. There's no redemption here. He just has a good burn. (laughs) So, on on the Sanji path, he is my uh, candidate for the Golden Ham. I mean, that's the only thing that's... That can actually earn it this time. It's just from that one line, in my opinion. Not even that one line. He, first of all, let's let's start from the beginning of the movie. He's the one goon who jumps into the water to save Kobe 5. Now, it was a ruse, but he did it, all right? Yep, he did it. And he was the first goon to attack the bad guys when they came after them, when, when Usopp was trying to run away. Mm-hmm. And he got his leg stabbed on the spot, but he still took that out. For sure. And he kept taking out throughout the whole movie. And and then on top of that, not only all that, he came back at the end and he had the best fight choreography of the whole movie. After being crucified, literally. (laughs) Counterpoint, if he really cared that much about Nami, why didn't he disagree with everybody else getting food and new clothes? Why didn't he go immediately after Nami? It's because he has so much respect. 
Back for her. Yeah? <laughs> Does he? But I'm all in on Sanji with the golden hand. I'm same. I'm, I'm cool with it. That's like two in one month for him. Alright, well, that's all I have. Yeah, that's anybody, all I got, too. Anybody else okay. want to add any points that aren't going to take another ten minutes to go through? <laughs> no, I'm all set. I guess we should probably just drop the Twitter tag now, right? Hey, we made Twitter. For all ten of you. All right. For ten? That's optimistic. We have ten people here? I should have known. I see you over there, goons. So anyway, so, hey guys, we have a Twitter now. It's, um, for the couple of you who would bother trying to talk to us about things, tell us, tell us you like us, tell you, tell us you like Devin's smooth, sexy voice, uh, tell him, tell us you want Simi to speak more, wow. uh, tell us we suck, like Devin said, either way, <laughs> any, any of them, uh, so, uh, you know, we're at Panda Sightings. Panda sightings it'll be in the description of the podcast uh give us a follow share us with your friends if, if you we get any. one comment if we get one single comment we consider ourselves successful and we'll be <laughs> we'll be taking this much more seriously if even one of you tweets at us uh just the one you give a shout out and everything <laughs> you don't even you don't even have to follow just tweet you'll at get us. a shout out next time for being the first so congratulations Devin has told us he will personally thank every person who who yells first at us. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll even do it centrally. I'll do it. I'll do it. You'll know you'll know if you found us because it'll have the heading. We'll be here one piece with a line podcast and the picture is of everybody's favorite character who nobody ever sees except Simmy, Panda Man. In the future, if there are anybody who wants to uh, ask questions, uh, point out stuff, tell us how great we are, stroke our egos, uh, maybe you get a shout out. Don't correct us. I Simi hates being corrected. The fact you're gonna correct the fact guy on our podcast? Get out of here. Absolutely, leave. <laughs> you do not belong here. <laughs> you got questions? We'll occasionally address questions. Maybe it'll be in the middle. Maybe it'll be in the end. But don't 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 correct us though. We'll delete you. Don't correct us. I'll I'll follow you. I'll find you. I'll look, your, I'll look at your tweet patterns and I'll be like, that that's who's questioning me. Anyway, that's it. Judge you. Plugs over. He's gonna he's gonna judge you the one. He's gonna power. judge the one person that had tweeted us. <laughs> All right, that's it. Plugs over. Uh, podcasts over. Thank you for joining us on One Piece with a Line. Fade to black. Do, 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 do.